2: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Zeka Network, who have given me this wonderful opportunity to bring this show to the public, where each Thursday evening at 9, we will be talking about Reiki and all things surrounding Reiki, its discovery, roots, practice, uh, energy work, uh, all things that uh, interested the founder of Reiki, Mikao Usui. Uh, Tenzei Usui was very much interested in all things metaphysical, all things energy related, healing, helping and generous men who wanted full of compassion, who wanted to understand life and Bring healing and help to all of those around him. Um, Reiki is a universal life force energy. it is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. Reiki understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. The Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own and heals and balances all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotion and spirit. Reiki is a blessing and instantaneously confers sacred potential for healing, protection and personal and spiritual development. Reiki is known for the most part, as hands-on healing. And as we learned in last week's show, it's just not hands-on healing, but Reiki healing, Reiki energy, is also transmitted via the eyes and the breath. So it's a really wonderful healing uh, modality. I'm sorry. (laughs) And... um, helps many people in many ways. So I do believe that most of us who have come to Reiki are came in many of similar fashions, but came to also be of help and do what Sensei Sui did and help those and help heal, and help make the world a better place for all. Just want to point out that if anyone has any questions about Reiki, or energy healing, or whatever, um, you can always contact me at com, and my website is www.violetrosereiki.com and I'm your host. My name is Rose Jimenez. I am a Reiki master teacher, Shihan, and I practice and teach four different methods of Reiki. One of them being Japanese method, Komyo Reiki Kai, which I learned from my sensei, Yakuten Inamoto. And I also do many different types of services. I am a reverend. I do spiritual healing. And I have different uh, forms of healing to aid people with their personal growth, spiritual growth, Um, helping to heal and guide as many people as divine source wishes me to. It's my calling in life, and I do love it and uh, enjoy it. And um so blessed to be put along this path. And I also have a site. Actually, it's a Facebook page. Um, I myself am on Facebook as Violet Rose Reiki or Violet Rose. I'm also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google Plus. Basically, Violet Rose Reiki is all over the place. <laughs> but I have a page on Facebook that I started... Um, Four years ago, now we're going towards our fifth year, and the page is called Reiki Ward. And I'm very proud of Reiki Ward because we have done tons and tons of Reiki healing. And the healing is free on Reiki Ward. It's distance healing. And you can ask for the healing. Just put up a post the same way you would as um, you would post on anybody else's wall, your friend's wall or whatever, and tell us what you need. Request your healing. You can request it for a friend. You can request it for a, a family member. You can also request it for animals. You do humans and animals alike. And uh that's all you need to do. And there are about six hundred Reiki practitioners on the ward that check the page daily, a couple of times a day, and start to send Reiki healing for your request. And then your request, once we receive it and once Reiki Ward puts it up and uh it's out there for the practitioners to see and start to work on. And we've done the healing here, uh, the admins of Reiki Ward. Your request goes on our crystal healing grid. And it is, that grid is so that the request gets 24-7 Reiki healing. Now we do two to three rounds of Reiki healing every day at a minimum. And those of you who know Reiki practitioners, we all practice self-healing or self-treatment twice a day. So Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of sending out healing to everyone who is on the grid, every request that has come into Reiki Ward. So don't be shy. Put your request on Reiki Ward. Uh, You can share the link. We share the love and the healing. Feel free to go to Reiki Ward and share the link and share the healing so that friends of yours know um, it's available. And uh, just so we can get to heal more people and make the world a better place for everyone. Eliminate a lot of suffering. My guest this evening is Barbara Calisano Badler. Or Badler, should have asked her. I do know her, but I never asked her. <laughs> anyway, we'll straighten that out in a second. And Barbara is a spiritual teacher and energy healer. She is certified in Advanced Integrated Energy Therapy, IET, for those of you that know it. And she is now a Reiki Level 2 practitioner. She was recently certified as a New York State Certified Hypnotist. She is a contributing writer for Long Island ACES Magazine. She's also the co-founder of White Light Productions. She's a busy lady. And without further ado, covered everything as far as the, the usual stuff that we got to get out there for you guys to know. And as I said, you know, don't hesitate to send me a question at roseatvioletroseriki.com. um I'm always open and, you know, very willing to help people who have questions about Reiki or energy healing or or any of the uh, metaphysical arts. And let us now
3: bring Barbara on. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Hi, sweetie.
2: How are you?
3: I'm great, thank you. I'm How good. are you?
2: I'm good. Did I massacre
4: your last name? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how had it right the first time. It's Califano Badler. Very. Badler, did it okay. the first well, time. Yep, Badler. Califano, I know, Paisana. That I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, Badler, Badler? Okay. As they say, go with your first impression. And my first right. impression said Badler.
4: Yeah. You did great.
2: You know. did great.
4: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your show tonight, Rose. I really appreciate it. So nice to be talking Thank with you. Honor. I'm really excited about this
2: because this way we get to know more about you. And <laughs> ha- okay, first question. How did you come to get on the path of spiritual teaching and IET and Reiki and all of that? What led you? What was the,
4: well, the principal spark? Well, you know, I've always been very spiritual all through my life, uh, from when I was a young girl into my teens, and it was, you know, back in the 80s when spirituality, I went to Catholic school, so it was like always questioning why was this and why was that. I was the teacher's worst nightmare, and I realized that spirituality really is my connection to God, and uh, and it is to whoever, you know, your maker is. For me, it's God, and... um and I had like this strong connection, and I just felt um presence around me always and I was very blessed to have wonderful parents who um never said, "Oh, that's crazy," or you know don't do you know you should listen to this you know we believe in this and and um they always kind of guided me and pushed me along and i would I met wonderful teachers along my path. Uh, especially into my twenties. I uh I, I had wonderful teachers and it broadened my horizons more and I um I got into energy healing recently within the last year and a half and I had just this urge to do it. My hands would get very warm and tingly and I would do my meditations and I just felt like it was time for me to start practicing some energy work, and I read up on i e t which is the integrated energy therapy, and I fell in love with it. It was working with archangels it was um it's like Reiki, but it has a little bit more in depth where um we work on we we integrate the positive um Aspects, And so, in other words, the top of your head is where guilt lies. So we would remove the guilt and replace it with with, um, innocence. And I just thought that it was very cool how we were able to manipulate or change and um, remove all the blocks of uh, energy and then integrate the positive. And as I became an advanced practitioner, I then wanted to go into Reiki. Because I said, how cool would it be if I could remove the blocks, integrate, and add extra energy? This is going to be very cool. So, I um, I went to Lorraine Austin, who is my teacher. Uh, I took that class um, last May, and I became a Reiki one. And then I went into Reiki two over the summer with Luna, with um, I'm sorry, with Aurora Luna, um, this past July, and I absolutely love it. And to be able to um, to do both practices together in a session um, has been very powerful for me and for my clients. Cool. Um,
2: yeah. So you did the I.E.T. and then you did Reiki. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
2: And most, how did you know that you were a light worker? Oh gosh, I,
4: yeah, I. Like I said, I have been on this path for many, many years and I've always had teachers around me, spiritual teachers, and I just wanted to help people and they they were so helpful to me in, my, in learning um, about different things about life and spirituality that when I would get in contact, I was always brought to people who were in need and for whatever reason and however I was able to do it, I was able to help people through talking and inspiring them and enlightening them on different things and helping them work out their own difficulties in their life. And um, I knew that I loved it. I I was able to help people see things differently. And when I was able to help enlighten them and or help awaken them, it made me realize I can do more. And I just always have the ability to see people and know exactly what their purpose should be. I would look at them and say, why are you doing this? You really should be doing this. You're so good at this. And they were like, oh, really? And I they would try it, and, and they were like, you know, you were right. And I just I knew certain things, and it was like a knowing. It wasn't I'm not psychic, I am not a medium, uh, I never claimed to be. I just had a knowing, and um, I would understand people when – they would have troubles and I would be able to guide them and I loved it. So I just kept learning and learning and I think that spirit works in a way that he brings people in your path to either teach you or to inspire you or to to see how you're going to do like a little test. Okay, we've taught you this much now, here's a person who's going to be in need. <laughs> and now you have to help this person. And, you know, are you going to pass the test or not? So are you going to be a good listener? Are you going to take your ego out of it and put their needs first and um, and ask for guidance? And I've always, from when I was a child, even in my teens, and when I would pray and I would I would ask questions, I would always wait for the answer. And I realized as I got older, meditation was the best way. And many times I would ask questions and I would do my meditation and I would find my answers. It was very empowering because it wasn't just, oh, okay, I have the answer, now I can just move on. It was, uh, here's the answer, and then I get validation. So the spirit was showing me, so I would understand the difference of my ego self and listening to them. And the more I listened, the better um i can i became at helping other people and um and that's how i do it i i truly love this path um i in my early 20s i was doing meditations and i would be i would get automatic writings and i would channel and um i stopped as i got older um Why? and i Oh, if I told you this story you'd think I'm crazy, Rose.
2: You'd
0: think
4: I'm crazy. No, I don't
0: I, you have
2: to understand one <laughs> thing about me, Barbara. The family that I came from, the friends that I have <laughs> me knowing myself in the way I I don't think that anyone's
4: crazy. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, I was in my early twenties and I was in a spiritual group and um the women that were there would we would do these meditations. We would um sit si- in silence and Many of them were Reiki practitioners, and um, many of them would get writings. And I would just listen to what they were doing, and I would follow along, and eventually I started to get messages, and I would write. And um, I I was getting closer and closer in my spirituality, and I felt very more aware of everything around me. And um, And one night I just, I had a very bad um, experience. And I, I I just took all my writings and I threw them away and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. But spirit has a way of letting you simmer down for a while and then bring it back to you because it was, it was part of my path. It was part of me trusting myself. And I, I would say that it was like this evil entity or something that came at me. Um, when I went to sleep and I saw like this darkness was coming over on me and uh, it frightened me. And I was calling on Archangel Michael to come to protect me and I couldn't say the prayer. And then when I finally did everything kind of stopped everything, the darkness went away. And it frightened me enough to throw everything out. But that was really a test for me to see, uh, am I going to give up? you know what was i actually fearing so it wasn't really like this negative entity it was more or less my own self it was my fear of moving and progressing forward in my spirituality um it was a fear of becoming closer and understanding more so it was easy it was my subconscious most likely i believe that that um brought that fear in so i threw everything away and i said i'm never doing this again i'm not writing i'm not doing any of it and within a few years um, I went to go see uh, a woman named Kim Russo, who now is a dear friend of mine, and she said to me, you're supposed to be in her. this line of work. Yeah. I And she said, you're supposed to be in this line of work. And I said, oh, I, okay. You know, and I knew in my heart that I was supposed to be doing more spiritual work. And she sent me to uh, Pat Longo, and I went to her classes. And I learned uh, meditation, and I learned protection, and I've learned... Um, I learned a lot in that class, the classes that I had taken. And um I was moving forward and it was feeling great. I couldn't write yet. And um I and I knew that it was going to come eventually when I was ready. And um and then I had children and I had to stop going to classes and I had to be mommy and uh, which was fantastic. And uh when I had my second son, I had Started a group in my house, and I brought in a few of my medium friends. I was always surrounded by mediums and healers all through my twenties and my thirties, and and they were always like, "Barbara, you're supposed to be doing this work." And I said, "Oh, I'll get to it eventually. i yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I would just laugh it off, and um, but I kept going to like little classes here and there. I would go to med- meditations and workshops, and I loved it. And then about three years ago, I started working with a friend of mine. And we were working on a major project, and it was um, very intense. So I said, you know, I'm going to smudge. And he said, what, what, what is that? And I said, I'm going to bring in some sage. And he's like, oh, all right. And, and I'm staging him. I'm staging the whole place. And he's like, wow, that really was very relaxing. I said, oh, yeah. I said, you know, we should do some meditation. That will really relax us, and the creativity will just flow. He goes, well, let's try it. I said, okay. So we started doing meditation. And he started loving it. And he said, Tell me more, what else did you learn? And I started talking about Wayne Dyer and I started talking about Deepak and I started talking about right. you know, all the people that I learned from, all the books that I had read and and loved and working teaching him actually triggered that spark in me. And I said, Ah, oh, I found my passion again and I really wanted to be back in it. So, um, uh, so my friend and I well, finished. Gonna,
2: at this point, at this point, Barbara, I'm going to let you take a deep breath, and I'm going to find out who is on the line here calling in.
0: Oh, okay. And
2: we'll, we'll pick up where you left off shortly. Hi, 304. You're on the air with Rose and Barbara. Who are we speaking with?
3: My name is Crystal. How are you? Hi, Hi How Crystal. are you? I'm great. Fine. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm great.
2: What can we do for
3: you? I was listening and I was curious. I had um something that happened to me a situation probably when I was around 36. I did not know what Reiki was. And um I had just gotten into like um watched the documentary called No One Dies at Lilydale. And Um, I saw that and I decided to get my first reading. Well, the lady who did the the reading also was a Reiki master and I was unsure of, like, what Reiki was, but for some reason I bought the session anyway. And then the next thing I know, within a couple of weeks, I started hearing and seeing things that weren't there and I was a mental health counselor. (laughs) So one thing that I have learned in, like, after that, I got more involved with Reiki, and I saw that I think Reiki can, Reiki actually opens up your third eye and like after I began a Reiki training, I became like a medium. Is this something that you have seen that's normal? Well, I can tell you
2: that you don't become you don't become a medium or a psychic from getting involved with Reiki, but what Reiki does do which sometimes is the springboard to, you know, developing your psychic abilities and finding out that you are indeed a medium and that you have mediumship abilities, is that Reiki clears all of your energetic channels so that you're now open to receive the energies of You know, third eye development, psychic development, uh, mediumistic development. So it's like they were probably in there all the time with you because we're all born with psychic ability. Um, It's just who wants to develop it and work at it and who doesn't really want any part of it. It all depends on your path and your road. But probably what happened was when you got your AT attunement it opened up everything, and um, then, again, like I said, jump starts like a battery, jumping a uh, jumping a battery in a car. There you are, because what Reiki does do is Reiki is an intuitive practice, and there's difference between intuition, psychic ability, and mediumship. So um, because it's an intuitive practice, and it does bring to life Your intuition. And I just want to point out here, people, that I call intuition your internal GPS. And it's something that, same way you use your GPS in a car, you have to learn to use your inner GPS, your intuition. Because why I call that GPS, inner GPS, is because that is through your intuition you are Guided perfectly by spirit, so the G is guided, the you know the P is perfectly, and the S is spirit. Never ever ignore that first gut impression because mm-hmm. that's your intuition guiding you. So okay. I, I think that's what happened with you, uh, Crystal, Barbara. What do you think?
4: I think that's absolutely true. I noticed that um, when I started practicing um the i e t um I was able to start picking up on what the the client actually was feeling, what they were going through. I could go through the different stages you know we as we we pull out the the energy we were actually going from their physical into their mental into their into the spiritual and the emotional. we could feel where that energy is, and I could actually feel. The situation that's going on, uh, it's a knowing, and then you you kind of just are guided to um, at the end of the session. You can tell the client, you know, I felt these things were going on in your body, and and it's absolutely true to what they're going they're experiencing at that moment in their life. And as I started practicing Reiki, it became even stronger. And I think that with each entombment that I received from the IET sessions, the three of them, and then with the other two Reiki sessions, it did heighten my abilities to um, be more in tuned with the client, um, seeing colors and knowing when to move my hands and when not to move my hands in different positions. Uh, it, it's just a knowing. And I think that you just become more tuned um, with your intuition. Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, Barbara, I, I want to ask you a question and I'm sure Crystal would like the answer too. It helps. Uh, I am an IET practitioner, but I don't really practice it that often. I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm i pretty much Reiki practitioner and I, I like my Reiki. I love my Reiki and, and that's my major practice. But question is, IET. I don't remember. Do they do bio scanning with
4: the IET? Um, we don't do it the way we do in Reiki. How you know you, how we scan the body in Reiki? What we do is as we as we're integrating and we're, we we as as we put our place our hands in the different positions and we we start to move them, we can feel the pull of the energy. So we'll okay. know where there's a pocket. As, you go so along. as we go along, each meridian yeah. of the body you know at each organ you know you do the top of the head the eyes the throat the shoulders and, we, and you go down through where the anger resist, and the resentment and fear come in that's where many people have you know in their life and you can actually feel some of it is very mucky and you get, and it's like feels like molasses as you're trying to pull um some mm-hmm. of it just feels like a rubber band and it just needs to be taken out you know so it depends on each client yeah.
0: All
4: right. Can, so Chris, I, can you I ask have what? What sure. is um, IET or? It's integrated energy therapy. So what? Each part of our body, of our organs, like the top of our head, the um, the forehead is everything represents different things. The top of the head is trust. Um, I mean, sorry, guilt, and then the forehead is trust. You have your throat for speaking. You have um, the uh, your organs your liver your kidneys and and uh, your adrenals they're all for resentment anger and fear and um what we do is we pull out the negative and we replace it we integrate the positive so the top of the head we may pull out some guilt that you person may feel and then we replace it by putting pressure points in um certain it's it's like acupuncture points and you just integrate the uh, the um, innocence, so guilt is gone. Replace it with innocence, and we change the cellular memory. It goes into um, into the depths of they call it the issues with your tissues, and you you're, you're pulling out all the the negative, replacing it with the positive using these pressure points uh, and different meridian points along the body.
3: Okay, thank you.
4: Oh, you're welcome.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Uh, okay. Back to your friends and meditation, oh, and yes. it just it started me because I just realized I didn't announce that you have a Relax Me
4: Mondays. Yes, uh, we do. Meeting yes, that we goes do. on on
2: a weekly basis on
4: a Monday. So, is that how Relax Me Mondays came about? Well, uh, my my friend at the time, uh, uh, his name is Steven Durante, and we were working on that major project. Uh, we, we, we did a concert down at Eisenhower Park called We Will Survive Strong Island. And uh, it was a fantastic event, uh, but it was a very big event to do. And um, we started doing a lot of spirituality, him and I. And um, I decided that I wanted to start my own company with spiritual work. And I decided I was going to dive into it. And he said, "You know, Barb, I would love to let's work together." And I said, "Sure, this would be great." So, um, I got the name White Light Productions uh, in uh, January. And um, my father had passed away January first of two thousand fourteen. And my father was a very strong supporter of us. Well, especially of your father passed away on January first. Yes. Yes. So did mine. Yeah. That is See wild. we have a connection, Rose. We have a connection. Oh my God. We're so connected. I know. Yes. I know but oh, and I today is to his today plug. is his birthday. I want to
2: give, oh, happy birthday, Barbara's dad.
4: In yes, heaven. Yes. In heaven, that's and, right. Um, but he uh but we started the company called oh, I just, White Light Production. One second, let me
2: interject. I wanna put in a plug for Mr. Inchirante, Yeah. Uh, your partner. I went to see Mr. Interante and his band, that 70s band, on Saturday. Ah, he is a magnificent, he is a magnificent saxophone player. He absolutely
4: really is. great. He absolutely is.
2: My dad was a saxophone player, and I know good saxophone playing. He's great. Well, the band is great.
4: Thank you. Well, I his dad is a everybody. sax player. His whole family is very musical. And,
2: um, yeah, that's he
4: is- the way it goes. Yeah, he he is he's a wonderful musician and um, and that's how I actually met him through um, my uh, my full time job. But um, yes, everybody go check out the seventies band and Stephen Cherise. And now back to you, Barbara. Go ahead. I'm sorry,
2: but I had to interject.
4: That's okay. That's okay. No problem. No problem. Um, So you know, Steve and I started talking about um, about about the company and. he has a company called New York Music and Events Group and I was going to have White Life Productions and we thought that we would do things together and uh, you know just different events and uh, we worked together on two other projects and we just decided that we worked so well together and we were on the same page with everything that we wanted to share the company together so we started doing that and we actually, we our best meetings ever are at the beach. That's our office. <laughs> and we created <laughs> White Light Productions. Yeah, uh-huh. and we created Relax yeah. Me Mondays. And Relax Me what Mondays... We, gonna do in the, what are
2: you guys going to do in the winter? You're not going to be on the beach.
4: No, actually, it's so sad. We hate to do it, but and we try to stretch out the summer as much as we can. Um, we are uh, going to go indoors uh to a Holbrook Wellness Center in uh, oh, okay. in Holbrook. And that's okay. like off right off of exit L the L I E right off of exit sixty one. Um I just didn't and want you to say,
2: Oh well, we pause <laughs> like, no. no
4: No, no. we go straight through. We started this last summer and um it was it was so well received and people really, really loved it. We bring in different spiritual people, teachers, um uh, mediums and they come and talk about different topics, and it's about an hour and a half long. We bring in a meditation. We at the during the summertime, we have yoga, which is done by my cousin Gina Califano, who is a phenomenal yoga instructor. She uses um, uh, Young Living oils for part of it, part of the um, the yoga, and um, it's just so relaxing. I. Absolutely love, to me, Mondays are like Fridays. I cannot wait for Mondays because not only do we learn so much, uh, but we're surrounded by such like-minded people. And um, everyone truly cares about each other. And the people that come to our sessions, um, our clients, are, are phenomenal. They have grown in the year and a half that Steve and I have been running this, Several people have become Reiki practitioners. Several of them have become I.E.T. practitioners. Uh, many of them are taking um, intuition classes and workshops, and we we started them on their spiritual path. And what White Light Productions is really created is it's not a production company where we create these big events. It's where we are teaching people and we're educating people about spirituality and how to. Speak their truth. How to find their truth? How to find their their inner their soul, and 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 get away from that ego part of them that's stopping them from moving ahead. And I find that with every speaker that we bring in, it's just enlightening them, and they're sparking amazingly. They're just they're they are the group of people that we have coming every week. They amaze me. I am marveled by them, and I'm so proud of each and every one of them. And Steve and I sit back sometimes, and we're like, oh, my God, look what we've done. We're able to make these people realize how beautiful they really are, how incredibly talented they are, and they're moving ahead. And it's a great feeling. So the light light workership work has been going on for so long, and now it's just really coming to a head. It's really showing me my path and what I need to I do.
2: the beautiful thing about this kind of work is it's that you don't necessarily have to grab somebody by the neck and drag them to open yeah. up or to connect with their spirituality or to connect with whatever path that they're meant to be on. Sometimes right. it's just a little nudge and off they go, and it's like a snowball. They just start to, you know, go and right. go and get bigger and bigger
4: and develop more and more. Right. And and, and you know, it so funny. It's so funny because uh, Steve and I have known each other for nine years. Um, I work for the town of Hempstead, and I, I run all the concert series for the town. And I've hired his band throughout the years. And every year we would always talk a little bit about spirituality, and then we would, oh, we had, we we should do lunch one day. And we both had very busy lives, and we never got together to do that until we actually sat down to do this project together. And I I I I thank Spirit for it because all those years that have gone by, I get I had a lot of growing to do. Steve had a lot of growing to do. It brought him to a point in his life um, where spirituality was ready for him and he was ready for spirituality. And it was at the exact same moment when I needed to get back into it. And by me teaching him, it sparked that passion back in me and I sparked a passion in him to do what he's doing now. And he's an incredible IET practitioner. He is an incredible meditation uh, instructor. And he is... um, He's an amazing partner. He is now doing. Um, he's a hypnosis, just he's a hypnotist, just like I am. And um, wow. he, you know, he marvels me because I look at him. I'm like, oh, look what I. And he always tells me, "This is all your fault." I'm like, I know. I've look what I've created, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I'm so excited because I'm like, but you did it for me too. Like he doesn't realize that you know it's a. It, it was. a the back and forth, it was it was meant to be that way because we both had to be doing this work together and we want to create um, a place for people to come and feel comfortable and be able to practice what they want and be mindful. And if we all started doing that, if we all started being more mindful and not so ego-based, if we were all more thoughtful, we would be in a better place in our world. And if we could just start well, with one Well, not only person, that, but...
2: I find we are too often, you yeah, know, when people say sheeple, it's really, it, it's terrible, but it's very much true because we are also either living in the past, which can tend to depress us because if in our past there are things that happened or there are people that we had known and who either are not in our lives anymore or who have passed on, that's, that's the bad part of being in the past. And we all are looking towards the future because we're not happy where we are now for whatever the right. million and myriad of reasons are. So we're mm-hmm. either in the past or in the future. And I know a lot of times we're in the future and I sound like I'm down on media and I'm down on advertising and I'd like to obliterate the entire advertising industry, which I'm almost at that point now. But <laughs> it's like I'm not. But we are bludgeoned over the head with how we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to eat, what we have to buy and buy it now, that we're always looking for the future. Oh, well, when I get paid, I'll buy that, or when I'll do this. And Very few people right now, today, in today, right in this minute, are living in the now because we're not. This is what they mean when they say, you know, be your own person, be original, be authentic, live in your own right you know, self, because too many people are listening to this, what we all should do, and then they're running out and trying to do it, and you're always leaving the now. And if you're not living in the now, then you're not balanced, you're not focused, you cannot connect with your own higher consciousness because Mm -hmm. it's like you have ADHD. You either want to go back in the past or you want to go forward into the future. You just don't want to be where you are right now and you just don't want to be, just be. And and because of that, everybody's all shook up, hysterical, torn apart, indecisive, crazy, stressed out, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm Mm -hmm. sure you have a lot of people coming to the Relax Me
3: Mondays.
4: Yeah, I mean we have yeah. so many different people who are who are either grieving from loss, broken hearted, who who are are trying to to find their way um after the long relationships that have broken up, um who are, everyone is in a transformation this time in our world right now. The world is in transformation, people are in transformation. We're in this huge shift and people don't realize the vibrations that are being sent out. So everyone's lives are being moved around because it's the, this is the time. It's all about the timing. And because of it, so many people now are being awakened. So many people now are asking questions, and they need a place to find answers. And we would like to be that place, and, and we have been. And we've been doing it for a year and a half. It's It's been incredible. We're having our first big event um, On uh, November 15th On Sunday From 1 to 5 At 89 North In Patchogue And uh, we're having Our keynote speaker Is uh, Karen Garvey And um, Anna Miranda Will be also a guest speaker And Steve has put together Core Elements Which are three musicians uh, Who are going to come together And perform live meditation music It's going to be phenomenal And my very good friend um, aurora luna is going to join me and we're going to do a group reiki
3: for everyone
4: uh, at the end and it's it's going to be a great event it's it's going to be different it's not a psychic event it's a it's a music meets spirituality it's bringing in all the elements because everyone you know they all want to go to um they want to find answers They want to go to psychics, they want to go to mediums, they want to hear the answers and they don't realize uh, that the answers are all inside with them if they just silence their mind and they listen. Everyone has that intuition, everyone has that ability. The veil is so thin now that we we can communicate so easily, but our minds are so busy that we don't give ourselves the chance and the opportunity to do it. I'm
2: going to take a break. Going to take a break now, and we will be right back, everybody. Okay. Bye.
4: You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seca Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Sheehan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in
0: love, light, and healing.
2: And we are back. I have another caller on the line. Uh EC and I'm so psychic. I know who this is. Hi, Joseph.
1: Hey, Rose. Welcome back. I kinda of missed you for a couple of weeks there. Yes you did. Yes, I did. Uh, I have a comment knows. and a qu- actually a question. I'm, I'm, I'm joining your show most as you. I always do. And your guest right. is lovely. And I was looking at her picture, listening to her speak, and I got this impression. Barbara, may I ask you a question? Hello?
0: Barbara, are you here? Are you there? Here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I have a question. Are you writing a book? Or are you intending to write a book?
4: I would love to write a book one day.
1: Okay, because I was sitting and I was looking, listening to the show, and I'm looking at you, and I just got the strong impression of you either writing a book or thinking about writing a book. But Thank I'm going to you tell you, you're going to write a book.
4: Yes. I I, I do have Ricky intentions. Barbara, so are you,
0: are, you, are, are it, you psychic?
1: Yes, I am. I'm a psychic oh, meeting for over 50-some odd years. Oh, okay. That's how I met Rose, and then I became a student of Hogan Reiki. Thank God, after so many years, I decided to take Reiki. It's been a life-changing experience. Rose and I have been friends over 30 years. We met as of psychic reading. Someone referred her to me many years ago when her dad, who ironically passed around the same day as your dad, my condolences to you, uh, and we became friends ever since. He came oh. for a reading and she never left and we became best of friends and bosom buddies and we've been friends for over 30 That's some odd years an another observation That's I want to tell you I don't know yeah. if there's any connection it's just my crazy psycho this I'm looking at you and I'm looking at you as a child I grew up with the family Califano in Bushwick in my neighborhood when I was a child and this lady Lucille Califano and I don't remember the brother's name and the mother was Rose but you look like a dead ringer of that family I was wondering if you were related you had anybody that lived in Brooklyn years ago
4: In Brooklyn. In Jefferson Street,
1: yeah, which is now considered Ridgewood Bushwick.
4: No, actually, I I had relatives that live in Brooklyn, but they weren't califanos. Oh, okay, because you look
1: so much like this gal that I grew up with, Lucia, would be like my age. She could probably be your mother or Uh or Rose. But anyway, you might be long-distance cousins. Who knows?
4: Maybe. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I just got that impression. But I want to commend your work, and I do believe you're going to write that book, and you really should. You have a lot of information and a lot of inspiration to, you know, to – to share with, with the public. So I would like to see you write a book, and I'd like thank to you, read it. Thank
4: you, Joseph. I would love to write that book, and I and I thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you're you.
1: welcome, dear. And keep up the good. work. Rose, Hi, I love your show, sure, and I will listen to it I religiously know. every week, you know, now that you're back.
4: I'll, I'll talk to you later <laughs> when we can hear. Yeah. Joseph, okay. Look okay. Look, so Joseph, listen, look, right. we'll do lunch. <laughs> I
1: can't hear you. What happened?
4: I said we'll do lunch. Will you and I and Rose yes, go? Yes, Yes, sounds great. <laughs> okay,
2: great. Yeah, he is my friend of 33 years. Wow. My darling Joseph, and he's one of the uh, few people. Maybe he's one of two that I thoroughly trust. I trust him. Aww. I love him. And yeah, 33 years. Well, he has a like very kind
4: years. voice. So yes, he's had he's a very a kind voice.
2: He, he, Joseph is the epitome of unconditional love
4: and compassion because oh, he
2: loves everybody. Even those that's who
4: beautiful. do you know,
2: mad, terrible things to him, I get oh. mad. And he's like, well, no. And I'm like, I just want to slap this person after what they did to you. You know, I'm very, I'm very like, you know, how dare you? But no, he's oh. very understanding, compassionate, loving, and he is a, oh, he's he's a very a beautiful story. psychic. And uh yeah, I go to him. He's my, my spirituality counsel, like I'll call him he, and say, you know, I don't know <laughs> Is he your go to guy? He's your go to guy. He's my go to guy, yeah, because <laughs> when I first started doing um psychic readings for the mm-hmm. public, uh you know, a lot of people say, you know, especially when you go on these like websites, like I I, I do Keen.com. dot com. I used to do Keen.com. dot com and mm-hmm. it it's really mm-hmm. You know, it's like for entertainment purposes only because most of the people who call in don't know what a psychic reading is, don't know what a psychic does. The real psychic work They're used to this like carnival type psychics and things and whatever. Mm. And I used to say to him, oh, I'm afraid. And he'd say, why? And I'm like, well, what if I tell somebody something that comes out wrong? And he's like, Nothing will ever come out wrong. If you have no ego and you're not doing this from you and you're doing right. it directly from spirit, you know, it, right. he says, you can't make a wrong statement or a prediction. And over right. the years I found out he was absolutely right. You know, when people say, well, it's hurry, It wasn't it's that I said something wrong or my spirit guide said something wrong. It's that that particular person doesn't want to hear what spirit's trying to tell them. And so many times we go through life, we don't want to hear and we don't want to know about the messages that spirit's trying to get over to us. Like, I got to tell you, uh, in my psychic work, I have so many women, and it, it's breaking my heart these days because I, I don't know if it's the energies or what, but the last two weeks I've done a lot of readings for women who are so afraid and so just messed up, they're in bad relationship, they don't want to break the bonds and move on, or they're so desperately looking for a man, looking for a partner, and when it all comes down to it, I'll ask them, do you love yourself? Absolutely. And I'm I was just going to say that. <laughs> or no, or I'm right. afraid, or I don't know what to do, and it's like, I said to a friend of mine last night, I said we're in the year twenty fifteen. This is the year of the coming of the return of the divine feminine. And I meet mm-hmm. more clients and I have more phone calls from women who are terrified to take back the power that they always have, that they have handed over to men. And and they like if they don't even know themselves, they have they haven't even touched the tip. Of their own power because they let it go and right. lost it a long time ago, right. and a lot of healing right. is needed there. Because you know, the very first thing you need to do is love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to attract love. That's the first thing.
4: Well, how could if you love any? You how love could you yourself, love anybody? Right? How could you well, love like, anybody? If you, if
2: you don't love yourself, you you don't know. But you see commercials and fairy tales and all of the stuff that's out there in the media, again, and even through the families, I mean, it comes down the generations, but when you think about it, marriage started out as a father handing over his daughter to a man who vowed to take care of her financially, etc., because in the year 500, you know, women couldn't go out and work in a large corporate firm and make her own money. You know what I mean? So it's like, the, the image and the the story has been propagated year after year after year for hundreds and thousands of years. And women, were, you know, we're like in this coma, although I got to say, I broke out of the coma, so I'm very <laughs> happy. But we're all indoctrinated and in this coma of you need to get a man, you need to get a diamond engagement ring, you need to have the white dress and get married and walk up the aisle or whatever, whatever, whatever. And really, in 2015, none of that is necessary. You have women turning themselves inside out and upside down so they can, and I say this in quotes, grab a man, hook a man, get a man. Why? Think about it. If they didn't have that, these women, if if you did not have that, could you survive? Of course you could. Today, in 2015. Years ago, in year 500. Maybe not so much, but I find that my beautiful, divine, feminine sisters are all upside down, inside out, and sideways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's about time that we embrace our own feminine power, which will give Mm -hmm. us a sense of security, which will give us a sense of love, and it all starts just by loving yourself.
4: Right. Well, the truth is... We are the claim makers. We have to create our own we have to create our own manifestation. We have to believe in ourselves and we have to have faith in who we are. And until and so we right. change the way we start thinking and we, we don't we have to start taking those steps to see our greatness, to see how brilliant we actually are as souls. When people look at others and I do this all the time now, I could be angry, I could be whatever I at someone I don't look at them as a person anymore. I look at them as a soul. And what is that soul teaching me? What you know, And I cannot, you know, the, the, you, we have to start changing our way of thinking. If we look at others and say, you know, oh, they did this because of da-da-da-da-da, it doesn't work that way. Everyone is placed no. in our life for a reason. Even if it's a, a love relationship that's gone bad, and the reason why it went bad was not because of them. It's within us. We're, what's going on within us that is creating what we're, we're, we're attracting. So once we right. start realizing right. who we are and we start changing the way we start thinking and we set aside, you know, the ego is very important. I hate to say that, you know, we have to put it aside all the time, but ego needs to be stroked once in a while, but the well, ego yeah, is there to you protect us.
2: We need to have your ego in balance, we need you know. To, right. A lot of need... people, because of their own
4: fear and insecurities, they're right.
2: living in their well, own it's ego there. and...
3: Right.
4: Well it's there to protect. You know. It's there to protect. But we need to set aside and say to the subconscious, Okay, listen, I can handle this. You need to sit back a little bit or else I can't move forward.
2: You have to own you have to <laughs> own your stuff. If you don't want to own right. it, then nothing's going to change because right. you know it'll just, uh, it'll oh, just be it's, a, it's her fault. It's his fault. Blame, blame, right. blame, blame. If you right. don't stop the blaming and look within and say, Okay, Why am I in this situation? It all goes back to you. Right. So,
4: you
3: know, people don't want to
2: look at things that are ugly. Maybe you know.
4: Right. Well, we live in. You got to look
2: at the ugly stuff.
4: Absolutely. Well, we live right now. My partner always says there are people in our lives for reasons, seasons, and lifetimes, and it made me want to do a workshop. And I'm doing one on September 20th in West um, West Babylon at a place called Universal Workshop. And it, we're going to bring people together, um, and we're going to help them say goodbye to the reason-season people and bring in the lifetime people. Because so many right. reasons why there are people that come into our life, why someone says something that triggers us to, to respond in certain ways, they're there for a lesson for us to learn, whether it be self-worth, self-love. Right. How to balance? It could and it's be a multiple good thing you're doing of it's things. September
2: twentieth, because right now, right now, the vibration is release all things that do not serve you and that are not Absolutely. for your best and highest good. Like right. they say, there comes a day when you realize turning the page is the best feeling in the world because you realize there's so much more to the book than the one page that you're stuck on. So read right. the whole book. Live your whole life, you know?
4: Right, right. It's so, a wonderful uh, journey. We all have it. You know, we all have 60, to 60 look seconds, beyond. 60 seconds,
2: Barbara.
4: Look I beyond. I want to thank
2: right? you for being my guest this evening. Thank and you. And I'm, sure I'm sure this isn't your first and last time on Violet Raking Radio. I look forward um, to coming back. I just love you, Rose. Great. I love you too, sweetie. Um, wanna see you soon one of these days. Uh guys, you we'll can get find together. Barbara on Facebook. Please look for her Barbara Calasano Badler. Look for Relax Me Mondays and look for White Light Productions, drop her a PM, whatever. And <laughs> uh enjoy everybody. Have a great weekend. Love you all. bye. Bye.
4: Bye bye. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: CW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.